Just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen the Town and here's what's coming up today. Luton head to lead leaders Norwich and unfortunately come away with a 3-0 defeat. No points for us this weekend. It kind of was a bit of a free hit in the end, even though Nathan Jones said it wasn't. Five changes and a performance which we could be proud of, but at the end of the day, they were just too good for us. We discussed that 3-0 defeat in more detail today. Instead of a player focus, we've decided to look back at some of the moments of the year with fans. I know there's only two because it has been just over a year, Batari, since we went to that Wigan game and stayed in that hotel together. Yeah. You loved that, didn't you? Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, lovely, man. Uh, we also answered your own questions and plenty more tonight. I'm joined by David Batari, as always. Evening, guys. Evening. Good evening, gentlemen. How are we? Not bad, mate. The weekend wasn't... Was, it, I feel like it went how I expected it to go, really. Yeah. Well, like I say, it's one of those ones you don't really expect to win. If you get anything out of it, great. Yeah, we might have beat them twice, but, you know, they're in great form at the moment, so can't really look too much into it. It's what it is. It's made better by the two previous results, really. Yes. Um, and making sure that we got all the points from those. So, you know, this one, if we'd have got anything out of it, it would have been an absolute bonus. I don't think anybody realistically expected to go there and, and, and put in that performance that, you know, was going to bring three points home, given the form that Norwich are on. I think if you would have said from Sheffield Wednesday, Forest and Norwich, if you were going to get, say, at least five points, if you would have said you got five points from them, you would have probably been like, all right, I'll tell you that. But to get six from them three, you can't be too disappointed. And, you know, Norwich have now won seven straight games. So I think the only disappointing thing is we're not playing this week because of the, the postponement, which would have, yeah. you know, would have helped us more, I suppose. Yeah. But a little break maybe for the team. I know some people have said... Are they gonna? Does a break help the team? But I can certainly see it as a positive. Really, get everyone energised and ready to go again next weekend against Swansea. Which again, they've got games in hand to go into the top two, so it's going to be another tough game. Mm. But like you said, we've beaten Norwich at home this season. You know, we've, we've we can do it. So, um, so keep the faith. Exactly. Some three-word reviews of Norwich three Luton nil. Connor says proud despite results. Faithful Hatter says not a surprise. Justin golfing class. Callum says Premier League quality. Jeff onwards and upwards. Um, Andy Burgess. Pookie Pookie Cantwell. Um, JG says, why make changes? Dwayne says 6-5 in aggregate. Um, JMO says, Bayo over Colo. Um, why make changes? Says JG. Producer Jack has put on the note here. Why make changes? Realistically, you have to say, if he had eyes on the Rotherham game on Tuesday, it's understandable, isn't it? Yeah, you, you don't want to, Yeah, I think so. You don't want to wear out your team. You, 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 realistically, um, overall, we'd been lucky to draw in that respect. So why not give other people a run out that haven't haven't had that sort of run out for a while or a start or give them some motivation? If Colo scores against Norwich, that may pushes him on, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get me wrong. I mean, I understand some of the changes. Obviously, like Berry, uh, Colo, obviously, who else coming in? 
obviously you want the work rate and obviously you understand it because you know off the ball you have to do a lot of donkey work whereas like you know against other teams that we previously played in the last few weeks whatever you haven't, you haven't got this much run in or you know what I mean but I mean with the changes for me it's if you're fit you play your best team but I, I do understand the changes but I wouldn't say maybe sometimes when people go about the whole resting your place to choose I'm not too I'm not too sure on that one I'm, I don't know I'm not sorry on it if I'm honest I think a lot of players will tell you they can play every game. Like, mm. although I think sometimes you can look at a player and think they could do a bit of a rest. But I think coming into this game, uh, this this game, five changes: Ince, Moncur, Collins, Berry, and Craney, and Adebayo, Clark, Cornick, Ray, and Pelly. And after that performance against Forest, which let's be honest, they did put in a real shift and some very good performances against Forest. I I, I looked at these changes and thought, you know what. Because producer Jacob texted me, he's like, I'm not sure about this Luton team. But I just looked, I was like, mate, it's Norwich away. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, I get it. We could have played, I mean, we could have played that team that played against Forest and still lost 3 0. Like, it's irrelevant who right, played. Yeah, Norwich exactly. of Premier League quality. Yeah, but occasionally, though, occasionally when you got, your, uh, mate, occasionally when you got your best team out, you can, you can, um, you can get that slice of luck against the Premier League. We've already beaten twice this season. I know once was a, with a, a, a diminished team, but we've beat them in the league. And there was no reason why, ultimately, if we put in a fantastic performance, we couldn't have got something out of it. But it wasn't expected. It would be a real long shot. In the same way, they didn't expect us to beat them in the FA Cup um, back in non-league time. But we gave it a shot and we took, a, we took that chance then. So, you know, sometimes the luck runs with you, sometimes it doesn't. But let's also not get carried away with the quality of our players and you know these changes aren't like it's not like Man City dropping like Aguero and De Bruyne and bringing in two 17 year olds like these players they're all similar quality it's not like you know it's not like Cornick's miles better than Moncur or Ince is it at the end of the day these aren't like reserve players they're all got a shot of first team football I think I think following on from the uh, previous match I think it was plain to see that Eddie Bayou was knackered halfway through that match. Towards the end, he was. He, he, that's why he was taken off. I think Clark's had a storming couple of games for us. So mm-hmm. yeah, give him a rest. Let's not risk them. Let's not risk them. Put them out against the team that we need to get three points on. They'll be playing against Swansea for definite. But like I say, I don't, I don't think it matters too much what, what team you played on Saturday. I don't think the outcome would have been much different, if I'm honest. Because look, like I say, it's the quality. We always go back onto the quality of Norwich, but it is true. Unfortunately, when you're competing against teams like that and with the budget they've got and, you know, some players, let's face it, some players that shouldn't be in that division should be playing higher, then you've got to sometimes take your hat off and go, do you know what? Well played, Norwich. We'll roll on to next week or whatever. So, yeah. You look at some of their players. Cantwell, Buendia, the standout. He's probably one of the championship players of the year, Buendia. He's Mm -hmm. class. Pookie as well. His movement is ridiculous. He's quick as well. He's quick off the mark. He can finish. They're... They're a class side. And to be honest, the first 10 minutes, I thought we started all right. We started quite quick. We had a few shots, two shots on target. We had that shot from Colo that hit the post. So let's start with that Collins chance. Um, At the weekend, producer Jacob tweeted saying he should score. Patara, you said in the chat he should score as well. But I think we've had a little chat now. We've kind of agreed that, you know, he's at full stretch. He's done all he can. Yeah, I've thought, I mean, I've watched it back a few, a good few times after the game and I thought, do you know what? I didn't actually realise that he actually dived into it. I mean, he, he pre- I'm pretty sure he leapt, he jumped to try and make contact. He was, do you know what I mean? He exerted himself to full capacity and unfortunately, it's hit the post. But, you know, 
at the time, yeah, I'll be honest. I did say he's got to score 100%. I couldn't see any other outcome, but you look back on it, it's, it's a very difficult chance. And maybe some might say he should, should still score, but... You say you say he should have scored yeah, because you tough. see him when he hits the ball. When he gets to the ball, you see him on his own. Yes, that's why yeah, you that's say it. and he's like a few yards out. However, mm-hmm. he had to make a monumental effort to get to that ball. Yeah, the ball I, came yeah, across real quick. He connected with it and you know what? Two, three centimetres to the left, it goes in. Literally. You know, so he did so well to get to it. So he's, he's taken a lot of criticism for not scoring. However, you know, he created a chance himself by getting to that ball. Do you yeah, think that's the thing? He had to sort of hold his run as well, didn't he? And I think there's a defender obviously across as well. You know, you've got to hold that line as well. And but now, look, like I said, I changed my mind. I now look at it and go, it was, you know, it's just unfortunate, really. Yeah, disappointing now, because at so. one, if we go one nil up there, then the game changes, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. And then you suddenly think, oh well, they're on the back foot. We can, you know, we it wasn't our only chance in the first half. No, Pearson had one wide as well. Mm-hmm. I was going to say on Collins, do you think with how impressive Adebayo's been in the last two or three games that a lot of fans are maybe putting a bit of pressure on him and maybe expecting more from yeah. Colo? And do you think that's fair on Collins? Well, I don't think it's fair because they're different, they're different kind of players in the, the day. But I, I, I've seen it, obviously, a lot of social media and whatever else. But And people are saying, obviously, Adebayo would have scored this and that. Yeah, obviously, Adebayo, you know, it's different. Different frame, for example, he's you know he's a lot taller, and but the different players in the day, you can't you can't compare them or say oh you know Collins isn't as good as this bloke because at the end of the day, the different players. But you know we know what Ali has got. He's obviously better qualities in certain areas. Um, but I'm not going to sit here and go, oh you know, Ali is ten times better. I don't. Well, no one should really be saying that. I don't think people you can judge to, that at this time. The, yeah, this is it. Of course, and people need to give Collins a bit of leeway. I think because. He's getting a lot of shit, and it's it's not nice to see. I mean, you got to remember he's he's climbed the leagues with us. He's been a he's been a brilliant player for the club, really has. I think and I think you know what? off to him. Yeah, sorry, Basara. There, I didn't mean to interrupt I you. But it, the, That's all right. I think um, the excitement of our new our new striker is got everybody thinking he's really really good and he's going to be really great. But don't forget, he's still developing with us, and he's come on. He's done a he's had a couple of great games. What when he has a naff one? What's ever going to think about it? Because he will have a game where he's yeah. off the pace. Um, Colo, I just think you want him to be a bit more consistent. He's our top scorer, isn't he? Yes. Yeah. So, you know, you think, well, there's the guy that's going to get us a few goals. He hasn't scored for ages. That's what it feels like. Um, and so, when a, when a, ch- you know, a chance that's, that's obvious to score and he doesn't, that's the frustrating one. The chance like Saturday, he, he did well to create, to get to. That's disappointing. So, I think, yeah, the fans want more because they think he can do more. That's in my opinion. Yeah, for what it's worth. But yeah. obviously, like South, you can do more. Sorry, obviously, so I've seen some people say, "Oh, yeah, this this is Collins now. This is him. You know, this is him done." Blah 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 blah. But the thing is, I mean, was he on seven goals still this season? All right, he's missed a good few chances, but I, I see a lot of people bashing him on Twitter. And I, I just, I think to myself, come on, man. Yeah, you know I mean, you can't be sitting there slating the bloke. He puts in a hundred percent effort every game. And all right, he might not be the best technical player all the time. Do you not think he's? Do you not think, Batari? Don't you think he's as disappointed as we are that he's not scoring? I bet he is. I bet he's a really yeah, frustrated course. by it. But he'll have a game where he'll score a few. Um, and I, you know, it could have been, you know, had we been playing this week, midweek, he might have got them there. Who knows? He'll still score some important goals, though. I hope so. You know I mean, I yeah, I hope so. He'll be here as well next season. As a supporter, we're just a bit too harsh on our team at times. 
Um, mm-hmm. You know, you got. I mean, I don't. Really, I don't want to keep saying, "Look where we come from," but you know, we're we're in a league where our budget is so small compared to everybody else's, uh, and we're doing all right. Exactly. Yeah. That's it. Stay grounded. Yeah. Why not? Um, you know. So yeah, we're dis- we're all disappointed that we're not scoring the goals or gaining the points. We're all disappointed that that the chances like Colo had on Saturday are not being converted. But you know, let's th- be thankful for what we got. And we're 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 yeah. we're kind of comfortable, aren't we, at the moment, ish? Yeah, yeah, we're fine. But and let's face it, if we were at the top of League One as well, smashing like running running away with the league, I'm sure people wouldn't be moaning about Collins then, would they? No, mate. Although we wouldn't put past some of our fans to moan at absolutely oh, everything yeah, possible. Of course, you, you get know, a small percentage. It's a right. Yeah. If you if you support a team, you have a right to an opinion about how they're playing. Everybody has their opinions. Some people are not the same as mine, and you're not the same as mine at times. Mm-hmm. So everybody's yeah, entitled to that opinion. But you know. Don't go on on the on the crusade against someone. You know, oh, he should score. Oh, we shouldn't play him. He's rubbish. That sort of crap. Give him a chance. You know, he's got the chance to yeah. do it. He's, he can do it. Well, it was and two nil. Yeah, sorry, mate. Sorry. No, go on. You can say. No, I was just saying I did see a bit of that on Saturday as well. And it really pissed me. I'll be honest. I, I sort of closed down social media after that. I saw a, couple, a good two or three people proper bashing Colo and you know being a proper pricks about it. And I thought. Uh, I'm not going to get yeah. into To the same extent, I mean, I mean, we haven't discussed the first goal that they scored yet, have we? But to the same extent, you've got to look at our defenders for that. You know, who's slating the defenders for that? You know, Coelho didn't mm-hmm. score. But then again, um, our defence didn't play, didn't defend that goal very well. But no one's saying, oh, they're all rubbish, are they? Well, let's talk about that first goal because it was 1-0 to them literally a few minutes after Coelho hit the post. Canwell released down the... Um, was it left-hand side, right-hand side? But the ball's played into Pookie. Left-hand side, yeah. yeah. Yeah, producer Jake has put Cantwell released down the right, so I don't know how true that is, but either way. Um, Cat, uh, Pookie fired it in, top top bins, didn't he? Past Luger. Mm-hmm. And you look back at the movement from Pookie, and this, you say there, Dave, the defenders should do better. But I feel like when you've got a standard of defender, when you come up against a striker who's intelligent, is quick, is just so good with his movement... Even Premier League defenders will struggle, I think, next season to cope with them. I'm not saying... Uh, what I'm trying to say is, in defence of Collins up front, is that everyone's quick to have a go at the striker who misses the goal, but no one's that quick. The striker, in your case, Pookie here gets the gets the R1 brilliance tag and our defence get away with that. So I'm trying to say to you, when you look at the whole performance of a team and you look at one against the other, it's not fair. It's not fair that you go, Collins should score, but our defenders are. They were just outdone by a better striker. If they were in in form, if they'd have covered a bit better, maybe he wouldn't have got that chance. Maybe they could have stopped the cross. Maybe you I know. I feel like I disagree. Well, you you can disagree all you like because we've already, I've already said you have opinions. But whether he's a top class striker or not, the defence get away with being blamed for anything, and that's what I'm saying. So it, why? Why have a go at Collins for missing a chance, but not have a go at defence for not defending very well? That's what I'm saying. I've said on podcasts before, um, and I refer back to that Chelsea game, if we're going to lose, let's lose to a goal that you look at and just go fair play. And I feel like with Norwich, that first goal, I look at it and go, fair play. Do you? Yeah. To to be honest, from my point of view, it's more like, you know, don't get wrong, I mean, I think we got caught out slightly. I think it's because, you know, we took a slight risk and pushing, you know, putting pressure high at the pitch a bit more. And unfortunately, that's going to happen. I'm not I'm not blaming anyone. It's just, that's just how it happens. And to be honest, I obviously, though, with uh, Pookie, Cantwell, whatever else, I mean, 
look, I'm not saying it was the best goal I've ever seen, but I'll be honest, the touch was incredible from Pookie, let's face it. But yep. anyway, that's not what matters here. It's, what matters is the fact that we took risks as a team and that didn't pay off. And I think it was down to everyone. It, not everyone. Yeah, a slight bit of you know brilliance and this and that. A good turn of pace from Cantwell. Ball into him, but look, it's 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 a mixture of everything. To be honest, it's team pressing. It's this. It's that. Leading up, so leading up to the cross, there was a massive gaping hole that our defence didn't cover enough. Right, I think I don't know if it was it Craney who was who was done. Basically, got done on the tackle. He got beaten to the ball. The ball was pushed past him, and he took forever to run back there. So whoever whoever crossed it for them, whose name I can't remember had so much time to do what he wanted to do. Now, that's before your star striker gets the ball. That's what I'm saying. So our defence let ourselves down. Our midfield let our defence down there because he, he couldn't get to it quick enough. And then he got the cross. I'm not saying the goal wasn't a good strike. What I'm saying is we could have done more before that goal went in to stop the cross. Potentially. I need to say it back. I haven't, all I remember was just going, fair play, it's a good finish, but... Uh, it was 2-0, you know, 10 minutes later. Buendia's effort kind of took a deflection off Pearson, went through to Puki. Similar to the college chance, I think he had a bit more control over it, tapped it home. Um, and at that stage, I, I, I thought I would ask that, isn't it? 2-0 down, I went the league leaders who, the six wins in a row, have lost once at home all season. Chances are that's going to be game over. Um, and then we made some changes in that second half. Uh, Cornick, Pelly, Nadebeya came on. And again, didn't really create much in that second half. And then when they got their third, was it Cantwell, was it? Kind of ran through and put it to Sluga's near uh, post. Yes. But, right. Yeah. So, it, so, took a, it, took a, it took a deflection as well. Yeah. Okay. So think about that goal then. Me being a bit facetious this evening with this whole thing. Mm-hmm. But think about that goal, the third goal. I mean, it made no difference to the end result. We were going to lose the game. Okay. But Cantwell cut in so easily onto his right foot to kick that ball in where there was two defenders in front of him, and if they'd have just said to him, you know, there you go, go down the left, go down towards the, the byline, he can't shoot from there. He's right-footed. He, he can't yeah, across I, the way. Yeah, I agree with that. So, I mean, the strike, yeah, deflected. You can't blame the goalkeeper. You, you know, in the end, you can say it was a good strike. But why aren't we talking about the defenders not, not doing that? Why aren't we saying, do you know what? Because I think sometimes you've got to look at the quality of the opposition and just say, fair play. Todd Canwell is a player that potentially could be worth tens of millions. He's, yeah, but if you he's know, young, but he's if got if potential. I, I could see him at a club that. like Leicester. I could see him being like the next James Madison if he puts his head down. So oh. I feel like sometimes you just got to look at the opposition and say, fair play. Like, like we said, that Chelsea game, when Hudson-Odoi and Mount and Giroud, was it? I don't even know who scored that third. Or No, it was Abraham. And they're all oh, running yeah, rings right. around us and hudson Adoy crosses it in. You could say, oh, well, you could stop the cross from hudson Adoy. You just, you just got to look at it and say, fair play. They're quality players. They're going to do moments like this. And they do it consistently, which is why they're top players. Uh, and I say, if you know the guy's going to cut across the front to your left because he's right-footed for a shot, you don't let him come that way. You try and push him the other way, especially when there's two defenders coming to you. That's what I say. You try and make him use the space. You, you, as a defender, surely you want to push him into that space you want him to be in, which is the which would have been down the left hand side of the of the stadium there of the of the pitch. Sorry. Um, so to allow him to come in to get the shot away is a mistake, as far as I'm concerned. No matter how good they are. 
interesting view well, of how much? <laughs> what, but what skill did he use? He just cut in. He cut in, the space opened up, he had a shot. If you didn't let him yes, cut in, brief, if yeah, you don't I let him cut Dave, in, yeah. if you don't let him cut in there, he doesn't shoot because he can't. It's irrelevant. I've got, I've got to be honest. I've got to be honest. I do agree with this because obviously it was quite easy for him to cut in. It was. It was like no one sort. I get that. Got, I understand, Luke. Obviously, what you're saying, like the quality different. I understand. Obviously, he's got his light on his feet. He's quick off the mark. Whatever else. But you know, it was quite easy for him to cut in. There was no one across. You know what I mean, covering as well. It was just a bit. It was a bit simple. But at the same time, the only way I look at it is. It was outside the area as well. And you wouldn't really expect someone, well, you obviously expect certain players to score up from outside the area. But from there, you're thinking, well, it's not really a goal scoring opportunity. And unfortunately, it's gone into the back of the net. And that's that's what it is. But I get both your, both your sides of it. But I'll be honest, I'm on your side for this, Dave, um, about cutting in. It was quite easy to cut in there. Yeah. In fact, very easy. I'd be interested to hear uh, your views on this. Whoever's listening, you listening right now, give us your views. Twitter, Owen the Town. Um, no, I don't know. I, sometimes I feel like we can sit there and we can criticise defenders and maybe if this was against a team that are in the bottom three, I would be agreeing with you. But I, I look at the quality of the opposition players and I just say, you know what? You just got to hold your hands up and, and just say... Yeah, can I, can I just say as well, I'm not upset in any, in any way that we lost 3-0. I'm, I'm no, not at all, mate. It's only, it was the only time I sat there, I was still happy. Do you know what I mean? My, my mood hadn't changed. I thought, excuse me, I, I thought to myself, well... You know, we're losing to Norwich. So what? It doesn't matter. It's one nil or three nil. We're still losing to him. I, At I, the end of the day, I, we didn't disgrace ourselves. So I can't. I can't be like you know. I can't really fault anything. I mean, we can have like you've got to pick sort of like you know uh, parts out of the game and like we're saying, obviously cutting too easy. This and that. I mean, I mean that's just something to talk about because sometimes you've got to admire things. But but look, it's it it doesn't matter at the end of the day because. We didn't disgrace ourselves. Okay. We I, didn't, we no, didn't we, think to ourselves we were going to smash these or, you know what I mean? Well, we didn't disgrace. The mentality was there. We didn't disgrace ourselves. To You know, we, mm. there was times at which I thought we'd get back into the match, which I was quite pleased with. Um, yeah. I think I think for me, the, I, I'm not angry, angry, but I'm just saying that, you know, we, we're quick to criticise the striker for not scoring. We're quick to defend the defenders. Okay. So you could look at the Collins issue but from, from your logic, Luke. Um, you could look at the, the Collins incident and go, well, didn't the Norwich defenders do really, that, that class defenders, didn't they do well to stop him making that cross on time for Collo to get there a little bit earlier? You know, that sort of thing. You could do that and say, then, then it's not Collins' fault anymore, is it? Everybody's on Collins' back. All I'm saying is, there are a couple of points in that game where the defenders could have done better, and if they'd have done better, maybe wouldn't have conceded. That's what I'm saying. It doesn't matter about the class. You know, so I'm, what I'm trying to say is, I'm defending our striker by saying... You, you, you're quick to criticise that guy, but you don't want to criticise the defence for not being spot on all the time or not quick enough or because, oh, the quality of the attackers. Well, then talk about the opposition's defence then that stopped that cross coming in at the right time for Collins to get there at the, at the exact time. And then you've got, you've got equal parity there, haven't you? That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And the positive I take from Norwich, uh, the Norwich game is, it meant that they stayed, was it 11 points clear of the scummers down the road? 11, I guess 10. we're just going to have to agree to disagree on that. Well, you can. It's a game of opinions, mate. That, but, um, well, you're yeah, right, but all I'm, I'm going to say, lads, all I'm going to say is, I mean, at the end of the day, you, you, in football, you just have to look at everything. Whoever's listening as well, you just have to look at everything in football. I mean, like you say, Dave, strikers' movement, defenders' positioning, this and that. I mean, everything comes into consideration with football. Like you say, overall, we shouldn't be looking at, you know, just one part of the goal or one part of any of the goals or whatever. 
I, yes, I guarantee you, when you when you finish this podcast tonight, I guarantee you, go look at the first goal, go and see the mistake that led, or or the or the lack of understanding where that ball was going to go that gave their their attacker the, the space to make the cross. There was your issue. There was the point at which the goal was going to get given because of the amount of time he had to make that pass and that defending. Have a look. See what I see if I'm right or wrong. And then you can tell me next week. Well, after the game, I travelled up to my girlfriend's house, put on the radio in the car, and they were actually at the Norwich game. Their base was the Norwich Luton game. They said we got absolutely battered, and I just thought it was a bit harsh. But Yeah, yeah I've seen a few people saying that or on Sky Sports where it's absolute nonsense. Uh, Sherwood said they should be easily beating teams like Luton, right? That's what he actually said on Sky Sports. And do you know what? Mm. Stuff them. Cock. Yeah, cock. But at the same time, I've seen, I've, with all, obviously, I love Luton. Obviously, I'm going to say it anyway, but I've seen Norwich do that to teams far better than us. So I, I genuinely don't yeah. think, I don't, no I don't think we got better. I think even at no. one at 1 0, I think we could have got back into the game. I thought we had a, you know. Optimistic. Well, why do you say that? I was optimistic, though. Yeah, why see, would you I, say I'm, that? Why I'm at 1 0? Why weren't we going to get a chance in the game to because score? Because we haven't. All season, come back from winning a losing position away from home to gain a right. point. But so we weren't going to do it away at Norwich. Let's be honest. Why not? Uh, Man City had won twenty eight games on the trot, and they lost to Man United the, uh, uh, the weekend. A so little bit different. It's not different. <laughs> it's the bloody same. Don't be no, stupid. Dave, I'm, with uh, you. I'm with you. Yeah, trust me, Luke. You know about this. This is a heated podcast tonight, isn't it? I just yeah, I, 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 it annoys me. Day, that annoys me. That that thing oh, that wasn't going to happen, right? All I'm saying is we were in the game at one nil. I don't care what you say, because if you get a chance, you may score it. At 2-0, it gets a little bit difficult. But at 1-0, we're still in that match. And we didn't we we Dave, didn't do too badly. Dave, all I'm going to say is, hold your breath, mate. Honestly, don't waste your breath on him, because he used to the same shit to me the other day. I wasted exactly the same thing at 1-0. I said, oh, we can still get back into this. We've created opportunities already. Stop, do you know what I mean? Stop getting like, a bit... Bit too uh, too low with it or whatever. Yeah. I don't know if by that logic. Sorry, he said the same thing to me, and I just thought to myself, "You are depressing me. Shut up." Yeah, yeah. but but Taro, by, no, this, by the same logic, <laughs> by the same logic, then if we go to the away game with him and we go one down, you should go home. That's what you're saying. Well, yeah, yeah, all that. Yeah, I said what I said to you the other day. No, I'm just saying you lose hope. Like that, I'll still watch a game and know that we're not going to get back into it. I didn't lose hope. I didn't think we were playing that bad. Okay, no. the class was difference was there, but there, you're always going to get one chance, and you know, or maybe two. You're always going to get them. As long as we play well, put it, yeah. As long as we put the effort in, we'll be happy, won't we? You go, you get, you get a set piece, you get a corner, you get a free kick, you might get a goal. Why not? So well, don't give up on the team because they're playing the top of the t- table. Shouldn't ever. And you know, if we have to go and play Watford, see, see. if we have to go and play Watford and Watford a second, are we all going to go there and go, when they come to Kenilworth Road? Are we going to go? Oh, we can't beat these because they're second in the league. No, of course we're not. We're going to say we're going to give it a good go. And do you know what? I hope we can, and we probably will beat them. It's you, not what I'm saying, though, is it? But it is. What are you saying? <laughs> it's exactly what you're saying. You what, said what one. Is, you said at one nil. What is this tonight? Is this a bash me podcast? What is going no, on? It's, you said at one nil. At one nil against Norwich. You said at one nil. I lost, lost hope. Right, you lost hope. I was the opposite. You gained hope when we went one nil down away to the league. No, leaders who I was the opposite no? of saying there will be a chance for us to maybe get. A equal and was there a chance for that? I don't know. I can't remember now. But what I'm saying, well, actually, you know, we 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 did have some other shots on goal, but that's not the issue. I'm saying to you, uh, and I'm just not even going to go with it because you just he's, he's taking game, the he's piss now. Games, you mate. Don't worry about it. Yeah, games, just, it just just doesn't wind me up. Yeah, I'm man. not winding anyone up. <laughs> 
I think this could be the biggest fighty podcast we've had. Oh, it's not, it's oh, not even a fight. It's it's a, Dave, Dave, on your side. The, the, the opinion is right. You're supporting your team, and then you just write them off because we've conceded a goal. Then stop. You know what are you thinking? You should be bloody supporting them, uh, and just giving up or losing hope because we've not had um, the 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 recovery that we've had in previous seasons doesn't mean to say it won't happen at some point and you know why shouldn't it have happened on Saturday I, yeah I get I get the reason they're top of the league I get their way in front but 1-0 you can still get back in the game because it goes without saying you're going to get an opportunity at All some I'm point saying, if it's away at Coventry or away at Rotherham or Sheffield Wednesday it shouldn't or matter Birmingham, who you're playing it shouldn't matter who you're then playing then I have a bit of more hope and I don't go oh well that's probably game over but the fact that's all I'm saying oh, so at 1-0 you're thinking game over Against Norwich away, yes. Yeah. And that might be wrong of me, but I don't know if that's just me being completely realistic that it's you look at them. Know, yeah, because you're, no, you're a negative Nancy, mate. That's what it is. <laughs> a negative Nancy. You depress me. Like Honestly, Saturday, <laughs> no, you depressed me on Saturday. You said the same thing to me. I was like, no, come on, we're 1-0 down, man. Come on. Shut up and get on with it. He's like, no. Sorry, we haven't. What is it? We haven't come from behind, away from home all season. So right? yeah. that, so that, that, but that run. Well, we haven't beaten Forest in thirty-seven years. Yeah, you see, there's the point. That oh, run has to that. come to a that that run has to stop at some point. There, at some point, we're going to yeah, change that statistic, and then you're going to oh, we haven't won away from that for for a week. Okay, well, let's put this debate to you guys on Twitter. I went to town then. <laughs> let's do that. If you, I want to know if when Norwich went one nil up. At the weekend, did you genuinely believe we were going to get something from the game? Or were you a bit like me and you just thought, realistically, that's probably going to be it? Or you should probably you should probably put, them, uh, put it to the fans as, did you have any faith or did you think, oh my God, this is over, I'm so depressed? Because let's face it, Grace, you were well depressed. As soon as that first oh, goal like, went in, I just, I just, I was like, I don't care anymore. That's, that's that done. You always got to believe that. I mean, one 0 down. I mean, look, we we created the first chance, the first two chances of the game. That's that's the point. That's obviously I'm. That's the point I'd be making. So if we went one nil up, if if Collins had scored, or who had the other chance that was like, oh, we should have done Clark better. Got ahead, didn't he? Yeah, and there was another scramble at some point. So we'd gone one nil up. You'd have gone, yeah, we're not going to win. No, that's different. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying when we go one nil down away to the league leaders, I've been for it. Look, get in touch with us. Oh, I went to town. Right. We're clearly all divided here, and well, we're dragging this out. No, so I want to make one. See, no, mate, you're divided from us, mate. It doesn't matter what team it is. You got a goal down. You kick your head up. As long as you look, if you if we were playing terrible, right, and went a goal down, and we looked shite, we would get absolutely fisted like we did against Sheffield Wednesday in that first half. And you can I can understand it, but we weren't. We weren't getting fisted in that first half against Norwich. We did all right. That, that's the point I'd be making. Yeah. Cool. All right. Look, we'll stop this convo. <laughs> yeah, cool. Let us know on Twitter. <laughs> look, you can bash us on Twitter, bash me on Twitter, wherever you want. I'll, all I want to know is, did you genuinely believe we still had a chance of getting a point or three points from the game when we went 1-0 down? Or were you like me and just looked at the realistic of it and just went, realistically... <laughs> We ain't going to get anything from this game now being 1-0 down. That's all I said. Let's move on because otherwise we'll be here talking. We've done 31 minutes. We need to move on. Um, Last weekend was one year since we had full crowds in inverted commas because we were at Wigan. So obviously they never have a full crowd. But, you know, unlimited crowds basically to the game. Um, So we wanted to know your perfect scenario slash routine for the first game back with a full crowd. Because Batara, we we had a good away day at Wigan, mm. didn't we? Went up for the night, yeah, stayed in was, Manchester. Yeah. Went to Manchester, shared a bed. Oh, you, 
Yeah, you was ill. Pretty sure you had COVID as well. Pretty sure I had COVID that night, but... Terrible. If you had to have a perfect yeah. scenario for that first game back with a full crowd, tell me about it. What would it be? Tell me about the day. Just, just get, mate, just the perfect away day would just be going to football, just, just being there. That is perfect enough. And just getting the three points, that'd be lovely. Especially against the shit fuckers down the road, that'd be brilliant if that was the first game back. If we're talking in the away game, get up in the morning. Get up morning. You can come around for a massive fry up breakfast to get ourselves oh, ready. Yes. Get ready for a massive drinkathon as we go down to the game. Uh, drink some more and find the pub where we're all congregating. Sing a few songs. Walk to the stadium. Get in there just about on time. Just have a good time. Yeah, and get a That's couple it. of half time. We're going to be drunk as anything, aren't we? But and then get a, a smashing win. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm looking just forward to the atmosphere. Yeah, watching it at home on your own. That's it. As long as we enjoy ourselves and just get like, absolutely trolleyed. Enjoy yourselves. Get the three points. That would be well, perfect. To be fair, you don't, you we don't have to get trolleyed, but we will because it'll be our first game back. I think <laughs> yeah, that's how I'd look at it. We don't have to get trolleyed. If it's at home, it's even easier. Just go to the pub, have some food, have some beer, jump on the bus, get to the kennel. Well, yeah, no, I have forgotten what it's like to go out as well. Fine. I am looking forward to the atmosphere so much. So much. Mm-hmm. It's um one of them them ones, isn't it? That ideally, if we have a home game, it's going to be a sellout. I think wherever you go, it's potentially going to be a sellout, unless it's like Wickham or something. But um, well, I don't know. For that, me, that will sell out as well. I think of like imagine if like Newcastle come down. Obviously, Sheffield United look like they're coming down. Imagine like Sheffield United or Newcastle away, first game of the season. You know, you go for a long weekend in Sheffield or a long mm-hmm. weekend in Newcastle. Get the train up nice and early. Getting a boozer, gets a breakfast, and then like three, four thousand Luton fans, either in the heavens at Newcastle or behind that goal at Sheffield United. Just yeah, so Newcastle would be perfect, wouldn't it? I mean, that's to be honest. They say Newcastle would be perfect. Oh, imagine that. Imagine we as well summer as well. as well. So it would be like sunny, up in t-shirts, shorts, and just standing there singing yeah. your art out as well, they're coming out the tunnel. Well, you say you say that you say uh, shirts and fucking. Uh, T-shirt and shorts or whatever else, but some people might have nothing on, mate. You know, we're not wild, we're not wild animals. We're, not, we're caged up from the past. Some people so. might have nothing on. Is that Come implying on. you're going to the first game naked, Bataro? Nah, I <laughs> he wants to show off that no tattoo way. he hasn't got yet. That's what it uh, is. Yeah, well, we can't keep getting into that because look, I've explained this enough times. It can't, it can't happen at the moment because of circumstances. So, hey, don't, but no, I mean, look, don't forget also oh. that uh, League One of you know, Sunderland ain't doing so bad at the moment, so they might be up that way. They might be mm-hmm. going up. Um, so yeah. there, there are some teams that would be good. I just say, consolidate our position, stay up, and then have the c- most cracking afternoon ever going to the first game back because it's first game next season. Isn't it? Barney says um, first game back would be ideal if it was home against uh, them lot, Watford, after they bottle a playoff final. Deeney misses an early penalty. Gray gets sent off and we win 2-0. Everyone's on the points and I win the Golden Gamble. He said that would be the most perfect scenario. Barney, I hope that happens. I hope that happens as well. Yeah, I really hope that happens because uh, I'll even let you win the Golden Gamble because it'll be a full house. That'll be quite a few hundred quid, wouldn't it? Uh, Trace says, sun out, beach path closed, town win with a last minute screamer. Yeah. Mm. Oh, can you imagine that? Last minute screamer. From who? From Collo. From Collo. Yeah. From Collar, let's give him some... You know, mm. what, do you imagine the atmosphere it's going to be when we go back to that first game? It's going to be amazing. Do you reckon we've all forgotten how to cheer when a goal goes in? 
Well, nah, no, I don't think so. I mean, <laughs> I, you cheer them at home, don't you? You're just on your own, you feel sometimes you feel a bit foolish running around the bloody kitchen. Have you, would you say, room. though, oh, yeah. I feel like I haven't cheered as much as I would if I was in a stadium from watching on the telly. Do you get me? Like, would you stay? Uh, I think I think there's times when you've been at work and me and Batara have been watching together. We've gone mental, haven't we? Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, so, I was yeah, going to say, I mate. Think, my, my, my next door neighbours neighbor think I've got fucking problems up here. Well, I probably have, but <laughs> yeah, some of the things you do when you're by yourself, like you say, when you're celebrating by yourself, it's ridiculous. But yeah, it's, I, 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 see, I mean, you're by yourself, so. What I don't like about watching TV about the atmosphere, you, you don't get the atmosphere, obviously, because there's no one there. But some of the commentators is a bias and, you know, they you just they don't add to that event. But when you're there with your mates and you've had a few beers and you've got all those people around you you haven't seen for a season, you know, all the regular people you sit next to or stand next to wherever you are, uh, the atmosphere is going to be electric and I cannot wait for it. I cannot wait. If you had to pick a goal in the last year that you've gone most mental at home, which one stands out for you? Because there's one that's clear for me, I think. Last year? Uh, well, actually, do you know what? Is, is saying, not, I went to the Norwich game, didn't I? When we beat them 3-1, funny enough. That's not what I said. I said no, from, not watching, said at from home, watching at home, mate, on the telly. Oh, Don't sorry, brag. Sorry, I thought you said at home. Sorry, I meant I like home games. Oh, look at me. I went to the Norwich game. Yes, we all won. Yeah, I was yeah, lucky as Jupiter. I would say uh, we all It's got to be Loire Loire as a whole, hasn't it? That's the one we all just uh, lost it. Yeah, we did lose it. We did lose it for that one. But we also lost it for the Blackburn game too. Yeah. So, yeah, Loire Loire a whole. But that was that was a pivotal moment was it when he scored that goal we did we did have a few wild cheers there yeah it's gonna be our third goal against Blackburn isn't it? surely yeah, because it yeah of course be. it has to be that a pen wasn't it Mate, I, I, yeah I, I, yeah it was it was that, yeah it was that one wasn't it I screamed so hard I mean I fucking I was, I was seeing stars for about five minutes I think all those last right. games of last season I think we cheered a lot this season it's a little mm-hmm. bit different I think um, I don't, but to the same extent, well, to the same, ex- well, to the same extent this season, I would say the three-two Sheffield Wednesday, we might have cheered a bit. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Had a Bayo's winner. Oh, scenes. Yeah, see, I just, I just got on the floor and kissed the floor. I'll be honest, it's like that. That was about <laughs> it. Uh, let's finish on some Twitter and Instagram questions today. Only a couple to get through. Uh, Willsey says, "What player contracts should be renewed at the end of the season?" I think Pelly and Collo, obviously, are the, the two big ones, aren't they? Which you would hope would tie down again. But I know you're not mm-hmm. Pelly's biggest fan, but we keep him, yeah? No, he's, he's been playing well, mate, recently. Wow. But I, I wouldn't want him to go. Do you know what I mean? But, no, nah, definitely, definitely to get him so signed up. I mean, who else is out of contract in the summer? Do you know what, mate? Well, I'd I love to know, but producer Jacob hasn't put it down with the question, so it's, it's impossible to know. So... Should we blame it's that one on producer Jacob and move on? For a couple of years. Yeah, mate, 100%. Blame Jacob for everything. <laughs> blame Jacob for everything. Daniel says, is Jordan Clark underrated? I think he's been playing really well recently. I think he's been playing That's really well. That's what Steve, by the way. What, Jordan Clark? Yeah, because he was, remember the other week you were saying about Jordan Clark, he was like, he said a few things, I said, I won't bring him up. And then obviously I said about his work rate and he's phenomenal. I think he's underrated. I think, like I think, say work rate. If, mate, for a guy that can play, he's a right winger or whatever, or an attacking midfielder, right winger, whatever, he can play right back, he looks just as good. Did That's you not crazy. did you not think he's improved over the last few matches? And I think I said that at the beginning yeah. of this podcast. I Against think, Forest, four hour goal. Really good. He played such a massive part yeah. in that and it was such a positive yeah. burst forward into the centre of the pitch as well. He he's been great, and he Clark. Yeah, I like him. And you find him everywhere though, don't you, on the pitch? Yeah. Yeah. So is he underrated? Um by some people, yes. Not by yeah. me. And let's go for, is Colo having a rough patch or has he hit the wall? Because if Hilton misses these chances, he is finished. 
And that's from James. It's got a point. A lot of people will say that, you know, Hilton... Well, I mean, I've seen loads of people say about Hilton as well. You know, he's finished. He's a finished... He's a dried-up striker, this and that. It's not his level, but... Don't get it wrong. I'm not, it's not my opinion, by the way, because I still think that Collins... I still think he's a good player for us and he can... I don't think he's finished. I still think he's, he's, you know, he's going to do a long, job for us. How long does... Is a rough patch a rough patch before it becomes hitting the wall, so to speak. Um, I, I just think he's been unlucky in the last couple of games where he's had an opportunity that hasn't gone his way. Had he scored at Norwich, had he had another opportunity to score another game, we'd all be saying different things about him. So I, I think he should give him a bit more of a chance. They're not going to bin him this season, are they? You know, Will he be with us start next season? Probably. Probably. Yeah, I, I hope, hope so as well. Yeah. I hope so. Um, that's all we've got time for then, Twitter and Instagram questions today. It's a nice podcast. I feel like it was a bit fiery for 30 minutes. Um, good yeah. that's what we like we like a fight to be fair we didn't have lots to talk about but we spoke about the game for half an hour more than any other game this season so I've not you know what yeah. that is I've not been drinking beer I've only got water <laughs> that's what it yeah, was I just noticed that yeah I, see, I, I thought it was either water or a pint of vodka but yeah well I'm going to have a pint of vodka <laughs> I'm going to have a pint of vodka after this mate brilliant hey that's disgusting vodka's awful mate <laughs> well no midweek game uh, coming up this week due to Rotherham having COVID so that's been called off but next Saturday home to Swansea another big tough game um, Swansea seem to be getting very jammy last minute penalties at the moment the last two mm-hmm. games I don't know if you've seen them terrible decisions but yeah they're terrible it's what's they're, their luck will run out though oh you see that. their luck will run out we, you see luck has to run out at some point yeah. you, you, you must get that slice of luck at some point um, unless you're in the Premier League when they use stupid VAR all the time um I'm going to think, I'm, I'm going to go that we're going to beat Swansea. There you go. I've, yeah, said, it, I've so. said it now. I'm happy to beat Swansea. So, yeah, let's give it a go. I'm anyway. go I reckon we're going to get a dodgy pen at the end as well. We're, That'd be ideal, wouldn't it? We're going to, yeah. Dodgy pen, 97th minute. Dodgy oh, pen and get it. IU sent off because he seems to dive all the time and I don't like <laughs> Uh, that's all we got time for. Thanks so much for listening today. Uh, catch us on YouTube. I've noticed during this uh, recording, our camera's completely stopped working. So, sorry if you haven't had any video on YouTube. Uh, for this podcast but join us next week and we shall see them thank you very